My name is Carl Anthony, and I work in the automotive industry in Detroit. Sometimes that work encompasses future vehicle technology, and that's what we talk about here, for the most part anyway. This is AutoVision News Radio. There are so many facets to the automotive industry. Every day I'm learning something new, and this time around it's about the mission-critical relationship between suppliers and OEMs. Dave Opsel, CEO of Actify, joins us to talk about this and why the company is focused on supporting program managers in the automotive industry. Dave has 40 years of experience that he brings to Actify. He's the former VP of Corporate Development for TechSoft3D and Managing Director of SageMark LLC, a consultancy working with technical software developers and users on sales, marketing, corporate development, and implementation strategies. Over the years, Dave has helped struggling organizations find their way towards profitability when the challenges of the technical software market become a threat. When he has time, you can find him outdoors, hunting, fishing, and mountain biking on the rivers and the trails around his home near Bend, Oregon. But the funny thing is, Dave really doesn't have much spare time. But the day before we recorded this episode, he had been out with a friend enjoying the outdoors, which he probably needed because his travel schedule lately has been pretty intense. You're listening to AutoVision News Radio with Carl Anthony in Detroit, Michigan. My introduction to Actify came during the 2022 C3 Summit in May. I hosted the virtual event, and that's how I met Dave and the Actify team. The basis for Actify's C3 Summit is getting everyone together to have conversations, presentations, and Q&A sessions around the transition from internal combustion engines to electric vehicles. And from the perspective of an automotive program manager with the intention to strengthen the OEM supplier relationship. When I hosted this event, the key takeaway for me was how many moving parts there are in the typical day of an automotive program manager. On one hand, there are existing gasoline engine programs combined with a wave now of EV programs. And what happens is everything is competing for space on an automotive program manager's schedule, except that space is limited and in some cases non-existent. And for automotive program managers now who are stretched thin, what then happens to the OEM supplier relationship over time? So Actify's thought is how do you get away from this business-as-usual approach and take all of the information overload and make it digestible. We came into the market with a product that allows companies, manufacturers, to take CAD data that they've been given by somebody uh, and be able to consume that in a way that allows them to understand its physical properties. A lot of things that are not uh, necessarily physical about it, things like material type and such. And it's a very effective way for them to do it. Over the course of the years, we've accumulated something north of 2,000 companies three quarters of them are in the automotive supply chain at some level or another. Some years ago, those customers started asking for something different from us, which was a way of being able to manage a lot of the information they've been given. And uh, we produced a solution for that, uh, began to get more requests, and we started realizing that they were all asking us for roughly the same thing, 
And so we saw a wonderful opportunity to bring a new product to market to help automotive suppliers, not the manufacturers, the OEMs, the suppliers. Now we come to enterprise visualization or the emerging practice of giving an entire organization the ability to view, analyze, and annotate CAD information. Enterprise visualization to us is a business strategy. It's a way of looking at how you distribute that information throughout the company. Uh, and you do it in a way that allows people in the company access to it so they can figure out what's the best way for them to be able to use that information. And central to that is getting away from thinking about a product in terms of one feature or the next feature, but thinking about it in a way that people use it in their everyday life. And what we know is, is that a lot of uh, the usage involves collaborating with people. You know, the C3 conference uh, talks about communicate, collaborate, and comprehend. So it's really about that. It's a team sport. Uh, and to do that, everybody has to have access to it. But typically, companies with products like this compete on a feature-to-feature -feature basis, and we don't do that. We talk to companies that are interested in embracing that strategy, and we license the product in a way that makes it very, very easy for them to do that. From here, Dave expanded on the OEM supplier relationship and how it can stay well-oiled for the duration of new vehicle programs. Dave uses the word visibility, that having visibility helps elevate the OEM supplier relationship. One of the things that is a little bit different about the automotive industry is, is that the OEMs, the manufacturers, if you will, the people with the, with the brands, they make very little of the car themselves. And for most of those suppliers, that's their entire business. So they're kind of in lockstep with each other. Another way to look at that is, is a lot of the suppliers are somewhat captive to the business uh, rhythm, if you will, of the OEMs. Let's just say the relationship has tension built into it. The OEMs uh, expect the suppliers to commit to price and delivery of something and to follow through with that. But it's done in such a way that a lot of unanswered questions at the supplier side get worked out after that commitment gets made. You know, it's very difficult because of the pressure the industry is under to keep abreast of all of what's going on in a particular new model introduction or anything of that type. So anything that we can do that gives better visibility to what's the status of a program, a new model introduction, if you will, anything we can do that helps the supplier give that visibility to their customer is bound to increase the relationship. What you don't want is for the customer to call up and say, what's the status? And for the supplier to have to say, I'll have to get back to you. These days, social media is important for any business. Great tool to build brand awareness, attract new customers, and so on. But it's a very polished world. You put up a post and you say something like, oh, secured a big contract, made an important sale, or you signed a client that you had been working with for a long time. That's good. That's, that stuff is awesome. But we both know that there's so much more to it than that. As Dave explains, when suppliers get the contract, that's just the beginning. And then there's a process of about six to nine, sometimes 12 months where they actually have to sort out who's going to make the tooling. What's the tooling going to be? I have to design jigs and fixtures to be able to make this part. I mean, there's just a network of tasks that have to go on. And any one of them could sometimes you know, be in trouble, be behind. Program managers are the people responsible for this. They are constantly, we know from the research, more than 80% of their time is spent either asking people in that network 
where are they with things or they're telling somebody else where are they with things. How you keep track of a business running a spreadsheet is not a good thing. And so we built a solution that helps the suppliers solve that problem. And that gives them the ability to be more competitive. They'll be more profitable on the programs because they'll understand better what's going on. But their relationship with our customers is going to improve. We are familiar with the saying, burning the candle at both ends. And this is what is happening right now for automotive program managers. On one end, there is an influx of new EV programs. So that candle on one side is burning very quickly. But at the other end of the candle, their teams are smaller. So that end of the candle is also burning quickly and adding stress to this whole situation. As Dave explains, that impacts the OEM supplier relationship. One of the things that we think is really crucial right now is that there's an imbalance, if you will, in terms of the way the industry used to work to how it's working now. In the past, the suppliers have had a fairly predictable number of model introductions, a certain number of units they know they're going to have to produce. But through the last two years, everything's been thrown up in the air. What you see now is with all the emphasis on electrification, the number of programs, so the number of new model introductions in North America, we know is increasing by 50% over the next two years. Right. It's At the same time, we know that companies are struggling to retain and develop new program managers. These are people that take 12 to 18 months to train to the point where they're effective. And most of the customers I talk to are short. Uh, one company I know in particular has normally nine program managers is what their staff were. They have six. Okay. And they have not had nine in the last two years that I know of. And then the number of vehicle programs just continues to increase. It just continues to blossom. And so the OEMs don't see this as a problem because they're shipping, you know, either the same number or fewer vehicles than they have been. But what they don't appreciate is the proliferation of models is creating a pressure a problem for the suppliers, but it's also changing the dynamics in that relationship because what we're also hearing now is suppliers are telling their OEM customers, uh, no, we don't want to bid on that. And so now you've got a situation where if a customer is not able to find somebody, an OEM is not able to find somebody to build this for them, then what do you do? Right. You know, that's going to be interesting. When I first started in automotive retail, this was in January 2009 at Sioux Falls Ford in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Not long after that, there was news of the manufacturer bankruptcies and then cash for clunkers that summer. At the time, I was new to the business, so I really didn't have a ton to compare it to. But looking back, I can see how it was hard to anticipate things. Fast forward now to 2020 with a global pandemic now a chip shortage and continued supply chain concerns, and you have the same thing, really. It's hard to anticipate what is going to happen next, and automotive program managers are feeling that as they are pulled from one thing to another. There are certain professions. You know, we think about first responders. Uh, we were at a planning offsite just a week ago, and one of the things that we came up with in the discussion we were having about uh, what's challenging for us is sometimes trying to talk to the program managers, the people that are responsible for them, is like trying to talk to paramedics. How do you schedule an appointment with a paramedic? On call constantly, 24 by seven. It's not unusual for us to have a meeting canceled because a customer showed up on site at the manufacturer 
or because they were required to go out of town to meet with that customer. And it, it happens all the time, all the time. And so it, it's a very pressure filled environment, very much like a first responder kind of environment. And that is what's contributing in many ways to the situation on the labor side of things. After the 2022 C3 summit in May, I started to look at automotive press releases and in particular press releases for EV models. I started to look at those in a new light. When I read them now, I do think of the program managers. Who are the program managers behind the press releases? The ones working behind the scenes to connect all of the dots so that the vehicle can be revealed. That's the biggest takeaway for me in my relationship with Actify. And for Dave, despite the complexity that is this topic, at a simple level, it's about helping program managers succeed. When you have the opportunity to help someone, when you can actually make a change where something you know is functioning better, I ran a quality management system company at one point. And being able to see how we could help a manufacturer do a better job of producing parts that, that worked, help them craft a real strategy for how to keep quality in the products, that's a wonderful thing. And it's the same thing that you know we feel about program management. I think it's what the leadership in Actify has a very similar background to mine. And the reason we're all doing this is for that reason. To learn more about Actify, visit Actify.com. That's A-C-T-I-F-Y.com. Actify.com. You can also keep up with Actify on LinkedIn and watch helpful videos on their YouTube channel. In Detroit with Dave Opsel, I'm Carl Anthony, AutoVision News Radio.